Hello, gorgeous. Just popping in here before today's episode to let you know that if you are listening to this before the week of February 6th through the 10th, you are invited to join me and women all over the world in the revolution. The revolution is a totally free five-day event to completely revolutionize the relationship with yourself and get you to a whole new level of self-love and confidence. Now, you know me, this is not going to be an informational event, but it is going to be experiential. You are going to get to experience some of the beautiful healing modalities that I do with my community and the women that are in my programs. We're going to do tapping, breath work, embodiment. There is so much and I cannot wait for you to experience it. So come and join us in the revolution. The link will be in the show notes and I can't wait to see you there. Welcome to the Worshipped Woman Podcast. I am your host, Kelly Kristen. I am a life and relationship coach deep healing facilitator and subconscious change expert. On this podcast, we will dive deep into personal growth, transformation, and relationships, releasing patterns of toxicity, codependency, and people-pleasing as we explore what it means to be the worshipped woman. If you are ready to heal, embody your worth and raise your standards in life and love, you are in the right place. I am so happy to have you here. Now, let's get started. Hello, sister. Welcome back to the Worshipped Woman podcast. Kelly here, and I am so happy that you decided to come on, press play, and hang out with me today. And of course, you know that I am very excited to be talking to you and sharing this podcast today because everything that I talk about on this podcast, I feel like are things that you need to know. And my intention is always to give you something so that you can understand yourself, so that you can maybe see something in a new way, so that you can have a new kind of perception, so that you can move your life forward. That's really what it is all about, moving your life forward, changing the things that you want to change, maybe discovering something new about yourself, maybe seeing something in a new way that you didn't before, getting a new kind of thinking. You know, one of the things that I think is really, really beneficial about coaching in general is that when you coach with somebody or you even hang out and listen to podcasts like this, where somebody is giving you maybe a different perspective than what you have, and you actually try that on. And I just want to bring this up because the other day I was having a conversation with one of my clients. This is not really the direction I want to take the episode, but I feel like it's important to say this. So I'm going to about failure, you know, and she has had a a difficult time with certain things in her life. And her perception was that she was failing in a lot of different areas of her life. Now, my perception and my belief is that I I absolutely do not believe in failure. I actually don't believe that failure is a thing. I don't believe that failure exists. I believe in lessons. I believe that the past is just experiences. And as long as I can take something from that and I can learn something from that, it is not a failure. My past relationships that didn't work out were not failures. 
if I had a business that didn't work out in the past, that is not a failure. That is just an experience that happened. It didn't work out the way that I intended it to. But also this is sort of a higher level of thinking where I go, well, just because something didn't work out the way that I thought that I wanted or the way that I intended it to doesn't mean that it didn't work out because I hold a very firm belief that everything is working out in my life. Everything is working for me in my favor. Everything is for my highest good. And do you see how if that's the case, then nothing is actually a failure because it is all the experiences that I needed to be able to have the life that I want. And what is success anyway? What is success? Is there an exact definition of what a success is versus what a failure is? And who actually determines that? The only person that can determine that for you in your life is you. So it is my intention that when you listen to a podcast from me like this is that you're getting something that maybe can cause a perception shift for you, a new way of thinking, a new way of dealing with a situation that you might be going through. And so I like to give you a lot of the information that I think is really useful to be able to do that. And not a whole lot of the fluff, right? Like you're not going to come to me for some rah-rah motivation hype kind of stuff, even though sometimes I do probably go on hype tangents and we we love a good a little little motivation rant. But it is really about how can you take the things that I'm telling you, saying to you and thinking about it in your life and applying it into your life. That is really what I want for you. And that is what the intention is behind everything that I'm doing. And so today I actually want to talk about something that I feel like is probably talked about a lot, but not really understood. And I've probably even done podcasts on this subject in the past. I know a while ago when I was rereading The Power of Now from Eckhart Tolle, I talk a lot about how that book initially affected me at this point eight years ago, maybe when I first read it and rereading it, what that was like and sort of the things that I was locking in or really understanding that I had been able to apply from those teachings. But I want to maybe give you a different perspective today about being in the present moment. Now, we've all heard about how important it is to be in the present moment, to, to be present. But I want to really kind of give you a clear picture of what it can look like when you're not really living in the present moment, even if you think that you might be, and how your mind actually works so that you can understand this. And the understanding is, of course, for the purpose of moving forward. And after teaching and coaching people for many years, I have realized that a lot of people have a very difficult time being in the present. And this is a certain kind of stuckness. And it's in your mind. It's a thought process something is not firing correctly in the mind, where the mind becomes obsessed sort of in like a thought loop of what has happened in the past with the anticipation that that is going to continue in the future. And so if you think about how your mind works, any time that we are experiencing pain, our mind actually anticipates that this pain will not end. This is why oftentimes... If you've, you've ever had any kind of procedure or something that was like really painful to you, like physically painful to you, and maybe we can use the example of 
if you have ever seen, and I think a lot of people have probably seen the the videos of people getting the tattoo removal and the laser that that is. And it is reported that that is much more painful than even getting a tattoo, which can be pretty painful, certainly depending on where you get it, right? But it is supposed to be a very painful experience. And it doesn't really last that long, though, right? Like those lasers move pretty freaking quickly and they're going. Or if you've ever gotten any kind of like cosmetic laser procedure, I got a cosmetic laser procedure around my eyes last year and it was really, really painful. And if you've ever had an experience like that or you've seen it or you, you've you just been in pain from something, doesn't it feel that the time is so long? If it is 10 seconds of pain, like let's say that laser is 10 to 30 seconds, it doesn't even last long, but it feels like, oh my gosh, that was the longest 10 seconds of my life. Like you've had that experience before. When you were in some kind of pain, that was the longest minute of my life. That was the longest 10 seconds of my life. And the reason why that happens is because the mind, the mind has the anticipation that when you are in pain and the expectation that that pain is what is going to continue. Everything in your body gets heightened, right? All of your sympathetic responses are getting heightened. And when we are in that kind of state, we don't have the logical thought process that says, oh, this is going to end or we really can't access our logical mind and our primal mind is taking over and our primal mind is like, this is terrible. This is terrible. Oh, my gosh, this isn't going to end like freaking out inside, which is why oftentimes if we're going through something painful, you know, our body stiffens up. We're doing, you know, we have all of these reactions that we can't necessarily control because that is just our sympathetic system taking over. And it is really about the expectation that that pain is going to continue. And if you're sitting there like, okay, Kelly, why are you telling me this story about this? How does that apply to me? Well, let's talk about that. So oftentimes, if you have been through something in the past, and let's say you've had bad experiences, and we'll use the experience of having toxic relationships, relationships where you were lied to, betrayed, there was gaslighting going on, there was abuse going on, there was these things going on. Oftentimes, even if you do a lot of the healing work and you get into a new healthy relationship, there is still quite a bit of work to do in that healthy relationship. And the reason is this, because you have this past, right? You have this past experience of everything that has happened now that you, you've you done your healing work and you attract a partner who is healthy, who's treating you well, who's giving you no indication that they're anything like your past relationships, but oftentimes what ends up happening is that you get into this new relationship and you sabotage it in some ways because you're always looking for something to be wrong or you have a lot of anxiety around what's going to happen. There's something wrong and your mind is like, well, what if he ends up being you know, just like this person, what if this happens? What if that happens? And there is fear inside of your body because of what has happened in the past, right? And you can think about this if you are who has had really bad dates. Let's say that you've gone on a bunch of dates and it's like you had this really bad run where you've gone on a terrible date and then another terrible date, another terrible date, and now you book another date. 
in your body, you might be feeling tense. You might be feeling fear. You might be feeling, I really hope this isn't another terrible date, right? And you come to the date guarded. You come to the date stiff. You come to the date up, like in that, in that fear response. And why is that happening? Because your mind is living in the pain. Your mind is living in the, this is what has been true. So it is what is going to continue to be true. And so you can see using these examples that if that is what is happening in your mind, then you are really not living in the present moment at all. Because in the present moment, none of that is happening, right? Like going back to the example of the relationship. If you're in that new relationship and everything is going well and the person does seem to be very trustworthy and you have no reason, real logical reason to believe any other way or to believe that they are anything like the past relationships. What you have to realize is that is your mind being stuck in fear and not being in the present moment and therefore not being able to use logic, not being able to relax. So the mind has this tendency to think that what has been will always be. This is why being in the present moment is actually so important because we can break this pattern. We can break this fear-based thinking and these fear-based actions that you get into when we focus on what is actually happening and grounding into the present moment. Now, this probably shows up in a lot of different ways in your life, though, too, because we base our expectations for our life off of what has been, what has happened in the past, right? So if mind automatically kind of on autopilot thinks whatever has been is what is will continue to be, well, this is why change can be difficult for people. This is why you can want to change something about yourself or your life or your relationships, the kind of people that you're attracting, all this kind of stuff, and not actually do it is because you are not creating the vision. Vision is required. If you want to experience something new, you have to be willing to dream something new. And this is something I see really often with people that come into my world, whether that's coming into the Worship Woman membership or coming into Heal, Rise, Thrive, doing a group program or even doing one-to-one -one coaching, a lot of times one of the things that really keeps people stuck is that they cannot or they're not allowing themselves to dream or to talk about what it is that they really want because they're already trying to like qualify what it is that they want or they just have a story about how hard it is, or that there's this like separation idea that other people can have it easier, or that other people have what you want, but you can't have it. And so we stop giving ourselves the permission to dream, to really think like, if I could have what I really wanted, what would that look like? Right. And so, how does this show up? People tell me, oh, I just want, I want a better life. You know, I want to change. I want to feel better. I want, I want something to be different. But it's like very unspecific about what it is that's actually going on, about what you want to change, about what better actually even means. What does better even mean? Right. And when you're not having the vision, 
we, your mind doesn't have anywhere to go except for where it's been, right? So are you really getting this? When you do not have the vision, when you are not dreaming about what's possible, when you are not expanding and, and really forming this new idea of what could be possible for you, then you are always going to remain how things have been. So where do you need to give yourself permission to dream? Permission to say in your life, I see that that person has that. I see that that person was able to overcome this in their life. What makes them different? What makes them special? The answer is nothing except for that they went for it, that they dared to dream, that they themselves said, I can do this. I think it's important that if you are somebody who feels this kind of stuckness or feels like, I don't know what could really change in my life, that you actually start listening to inspirational stories, listening to people that against all odds were able to create a life that they wanted, live a life that feels really good, that's authentic for them, whatever that is. People that have overcome things in their life. Because what you can do is that you can use other people's proof as your own proof. This is like a manifestation hack. Seeing things that other people have or that other people have done. And instead of saying, why not me? Oh, good for them, but that's never going to happen for me. Using it as proof and going, well, why, well yeah, no, why, why not me? <laughs> like, why couldn't that happen for me? Why wouldn't I be able to have that? Why wouldn't I be able to experience that? If they can do it, I can do it too. And this is a shift from maybe being jealous or envious to, oh, I see that's possible for them. It's possible for me too. And this is something that I had to work on a lot in my life. I used to be a, a you know, an envious person, a jealous person. I, I used to definitely think like, why did it seem like it was so easy for other people to get things or to do things or to change. And I felt like I was stuck and I was resentful. And when I was resentful, what kind of energy do you think was coming back into my life? Do you think that it was positive? Do you think it was good? Do you think that my resentment, my jealousy was creating anything at all positive in my life? No. The, the answer is, is that resentment and that jealousy was just creating more of that energy in my life. And that is the last thing that I want. You have to remember that all of the thoughts that you're thinking, the energy that you are putting out is what is coming back to you. So is that energy that you are putting out and what you are thinking, is that what you want to be coming back to you? You have the power to shift and change this right now. Instead of being jealous, you can celebrate. Instead of saying, gosh, I'm never, that's never going to happen for me, say, why wouldn't that happen for me? Oh, they can do it. I can do it too. This is just proof. This is proof. There is no difference between this person and me. And one of the, the things that does keep people small is this idea that, that you are separate or there is the other. And when we can really tap into the understanding that on a collective level, there is a collective consciousness where we are all one. We're made from the same energy. And life is really about mastering your energy and manipulating the energy around you and understanding that you do that through the thoughts that you're thinking and the feelings that you're having. And if you can change the way that you're feeling and if you can change the way that you're thinking, you can change the way that you're acting. That changes everything. And this is why 
I'm so passionate about bringing tools to you that actually enable you to change the way you're feeling, to change the way you're thinking, and then therefore change the way that you are acting. Because it's pretty difficult to do that on your own. It's pretty difficult to, you know, stop a thought and then just start a new one and have to do that over and over and over again. Why not just come into my world and get some hypnotherapy, do some tapping, do some embodiment practices where you can actually move through these things, where you can actually get assistance and make it a whole lot easier for you to change these things that you want to change. So the takeaways from today's episode that I really want you to think about is this. Where do you need to give yourself permission to dream in your life about how good it could get, about how good it could be? Where do you need to open yourself up more? Where do you need to think bigger? Where do you need to think bigger in terms of what could be possible for you and your life? The second thing I want you to consider is where do you need to be more present in your life? Where are you actually taking what has happened in the past and putting it onto the future? Where are you doing that? And really, do not skip this part. I'll give you another example of how this shows up so you can really get it. There was a question that we went through in the last Q&A I did in my membership. One of the women found, found somebody that she really liked, but, you know, he's in a relationship. He's not available. But her story was that it had taken so long for her to be finally interested in somebody that had the qualities that she wanted. And now she's feeling disappointed that he's in a relationship. And so... Listening to that, the story is that it took so long. It's been so long since I found somebody that I'm interested in. And now here he is and he's not available. The story behind that is what? It's taken so long and it's going to be so long until I find somebody again. And I'm so disappointed because this was the one. Not only is that coming from a perception of lack, thinking that this is like the only one or the only thing. But it's also, you can see, it's taking that past experience, what has been, and putting it into the future. So anywhere that you are taking what has been and putting it into the expectation of the future, that's what I want you to look at. And I want you to look at and say, okay, well, what's actually true in this present moment? That is where the focus should be in the present and then creating the vision for what it is that you actually want. If you are able to do this, I promise you, you are going to be able to make significant changes in your life. So that is going to be it for me today. Thanks so much for hanging out. And if you absolutely loved what you heard, don't forget to leave me a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It helps so much. And to share it with another sister that needs to hear it. I love you guys so much and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you.